On this week's episode of Bungalower and the Bus, we're headed to Proper, a new listening lounge that just opened in downtown Orlando. Welcome to Bungalower and the Bus. I am the bus, John Bustegger. I'm a fizzing strawberry in your champagne. Brendan O'Connor from Bungalower.com. And we're hanging out at the proper tonight. We sure are. I feel proper. I dressed up. You did. You were going to wear short shorts and a t-shirt. I was. I was. Not the party, John. Uh, He told me before, Brendan said... Don't wear that. You're going to embarrass me. I did. I said, don't embarrass me. you got to look cute. Uh-huh. And I did. And here we are. Proper is uh, downtown Orlando's new listening lounge. And here to talk about it is Dave Green, uh, who's in charge of all the outreach and stuff for this spot. Right, Dave? Yeah. This, <laughs> is, this is the place to be tonight. I mean, it's media night at Proper. We're so excited to be here. Orlando's first vinyl listening room. So what, what does that mean? What is a vinyl listening room? Yeah. Why does it sound like my basement? <laughs> well, they don't want you to dress in vinyl. They're going to play vinyl. Yeah, right, exactly. Or maybe both. Or if, oh, yeah. I should have so, worn my vinyl Uhura dress. Oh, God. Ah. I, wait, I thought that was vinyl. <laughs> don't touch it. You <laughs> so, yeah, what, what is so, a vinyl listening room? So, it, it started in Tokyo. It was a really cool concept. It was really about a celebration of music where people can come into venues and it's not about, you know, the old club scene, right? But still, there's great drinks. You can have a wonderful evening, enjoy your favorite cocktails. But it's really this celebration of music all around vinyl, which vinyl is the best sound that you can get, right? Vinyl is this is as close as you can get to the original recording. <laughs> as and, a man who and, owns more than 800 records, <laughs> I, I can attest to this. Wow, that's quite a collection. At least, at least. They're all, yes, yeah, I have a lot. I gave them some from uh, a friend of ours went dumpster diving when they were renovating City Hall, and, and he's got a bunch of records. I, do. I have some of those, from too. A, a former mayor, <laughs> you know, in wow. his collection. So, yeah, John, John is a sometimes DJ. It's been a long time. That, I mean, that's got to be one of the biggest collections in Florida. I mean, we're no, no, we're, no. we're trying here at proper. We're trying for two thousand is okay. kind of what our initial goal is, right? To kind of have a a good catalog of albums for people to choose from. But for a personal collection, eight hundred that's incredible. Uh, I, yeah, I've been collecting for a while. So so I'm, I'm <laughs> we're sitting here. It's a beautiful place. It's right here downtown on Orange Avenue. Uh, but there's like a DJ station here, like you said. There's records right behind them. Yeah, so, and we're, we're, you know, we're a little bit unique, right? So we don't even technically call them DJs. We call oh. them selectors, right? Selectors. That's, oh. that's a new word that I'm learning, right? Wow. But selectors, because that's literally what they're doing is they're choosing vinyl. They're not DJs in the traditional sense. They have no microphone, they're, right? They're not, they're not getting on a microphone. Oh, like they're not crowd. MCing. There's no digital to it whatsoever. It's all vinyl, and it's all about cool. selecting songs. The quality of the music has to stand on its own, back to back, and whether the crowd likes it or not. Oh, and, and the and the nice thing about this is it's at least tonight it's not super loud in here. Like I can talk to you, you can talk to me, I can have a drink, I can be an adult. Well, that's one of the u- unique things about the Henley sound system that we have over a hundred thousand dollar investment. It's actually designed as a listening room. That's another unique quality is that you can actually have a conversation with the people you're sitting with, mm-hmm. and the music is still elevated. It's still high energy, 
but you can have a conversation with the people you're with and hear what they're saying. Yeah. And there's little pods of areas where you can go and hang out. Very comfortable seating. We're in this corn cob little sofa <laughs> section over here. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, right? With lumbar support is yeah. extraordinary. And I'm looking at, we're actually sitting between two bars, which, which is pretty awesome. There's a bar over here and another bar right over here. Yeah, there's a walk-up bar right when you come in to catch some overflow of people walking in. And then there's also then the main bar in the back with seating. That that bar is a little more exclusive, right? Those seats are going to fill up first. And as you may know, it's really a reservation-only type of venue, right? So you have to book in advance online, go to the website, Proper Orlando. You book your seating areas. If all the seating areas are reserved, doesn't mean it's completely sold out. You can still potentially come to the walk-up bar up front or to one of the, the other bar, right, and get a seat. But... For big nights where we've got national artists or global artists, it's going to be really and difficult. And that's the plan, Dave. Is that the plan is to get it, some? It like- is that that's the plan. So our, our starting point was we wanted to have some of the most well-known artists in Central Florida, uh-huh. artists that are known within the vinyl community. That they have they, they have their Nigel own following. John. People that are like, oh my gosh, there's finally a place for us in Orlando, right? But those but, uh, those are DJs, not selectors. Well, so there's selectors <laughs> here, right? They're, All right. They're, they if might they're be in DJs. House, if they're in-house. In-house, they're selectors. They're selectors. Yeah. All right, I get it, I get it. Because there's a specific protocol that we follow, right? Okay. So here, here is specifically inside, right? And they get it, and they appreciate it. And, and really, it's a celebration of their art. So, like, they actually like it better, right? Because nobody's going to be walking up there with a request for, like, a top 40 now. Right, because like you're not going to get people walking up asking for Taylor Swift here. Right, like, this is a sit back. It's almost like a vinyl omakase lounge because like the yeah. chef, it's a chef's dinner. It, it's it's a it's a hundred year collection of vinyl. Like literally, the vinyl collection spans a hundred years, and they're, they're the only the only real prerequisite is it's about the vibe, right? If the song you play is going to maintain the vibe of the venue yeah. and keep people like really feeling the vibe, yeah. then it works, whether it was from 1960 or 2022. So, so how do I, two questions, how do <laughs> I become a selector or, or can somebody just be like, hey, like it'd be great if you played this song. Is there no requests at all? Well, okay, cool. So, <laughs> it's a good like question. Most, like most bars, we have a creative director. Nice. JK, how many how many bars have a creative director, right? Not many. No, Not almost many. none, right? Uh-huh. Many. We actually have a creative director, Kevin. He's absolutely amazing. Kevin Becker. And, and Kev, yeah, he he curates the selectors, right? So there are there are sort of like the happy hour range selectors, maybe yeah. the people who are just starting out. Okay, I want to. I I'll do that. And then and then there and then <laughs> I'll actually the, come at eleven o'clock. Oh, the you core, would be the great. core hours. Uh-huh. <laughs> nice. I'll do You'll the early the, shift. The breakfast shift. Yeah, I love yeah. It. I'll yeah. do the the, the early morning coffee shift. I'm in. I think that's so, great. But Kevin, though. Kevin really does try to like he interviews, he vets. Oh, he makes sure he makes sure that we have the right people for the right days, okay. for the right hours. And as it gets later in the evening on a Friday and Saturday, mm-hmm. you're going to have the most experienced oh, selectors. I'm not going to be that one. It's, no. it's going to uh-huh. be it's, you know, and more vibey. Yeah, those yeah. are going to be the national acts, right? The artists, like I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm fingers crossed. Jazzy Jeff, Quest Love, like that, okay. that caliber. That'd be great. Of, uh, that caliber of selector. And All then right. you're also, Dave. Aren't you going to have some sort of uh, membership program? There is. is there, there's going to be a membership program because we're really trying to curate. Um, a special relationship with the community. There are a lot of really great vinyl shops in Central Florida. A lot. There's and actually a lot. So, so we're trying to bridge that, right, where this is a place where they can feel welcome. Maybe even do, like, vinyl swap night events. 
But the, the VIP sort of membership option is part of that, where people will get specific select events that they can participate in as part of that if they're really, truly into vinyl. Um, the other part of it that we're doing is a technology-oriented spin, where people can actually go on through WhatsApp. There's, a, there's an API with an AI that's going to allow people to browse the entire vinyl collection. Nice. Make requests right, oh, from, their, right from their Based on what's seat. already oh, in I the wanna, collection. I want to make a request right now. Do you? I do. I'll do it on the it's, API. It's not ready yet. Okay. It's not ready I'm yet. Sorry. you got to hold on to I'll it. I'll do it regular <laughs> intelligence, not artificial <laughs> intelligence. Anyway, sorry. You need, but, but you've already made it. You're not going to be allowed back be in, John. I just want to I mean, you're so close to Kevin, you can almost touch okay, him. Maybe yeah. I'll he wants to be He wants to be our next interviewee for a selector role. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to go through the Awesome. He was singing the breakfast shift. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I want the Quick senior citizens when they come off their yeah. their senior living facility. I want to hang out he, with them. John's great at soundtracks for walking the mall. Eight hundred albums in his collection, oh, at least, at least. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It. yeah. It'll be like the Lawrence Welk show in here. Dave, where can where can people find out more information about? Park? So the best thing people can do: do not just show up at the door. I mean, if if you do just show up at the door, maybe you get lucky, right? But the best thing you do is go to properorlando.com. Go to the website, reserve your spot in advance. That's the best thing you do. Reserve your spot in advance so you know when you come in, you're going to get treated like royalty. There you go. You're going to get a beautiful seat, whether it's our uh, corn cob kernel seats. Which or is, I'll tell you, that's where you want to sit. To the selector. Uh, no, I think so too. I think it's my favorite my spot. Corn socks today. Whoa. That was coincidence. That was coincidence. Whoa, you manifested He's popping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, do you want to stick around and talk about the headlines with us? What's that? Do you want to stick around and talk about the headlines with oh, us? Oh, yeah. Let's do it. Do you want to do that? Sure. All right. Let's get into it. All right. We're going to get political. There's going to be headlines, local headlines. <laughs> yeah. Really let's hammer still back out. Totally. Let's do it. I'm, I'm in. Okay. Let's do All it. Right. Well, John, first, how was your week? We always say, how was your week? Uh, my week was good. I joined the YMCA in College Park. Oh, the new packing district. The new one that just opened up. I did. It's, it's really nice. The uh, it's Marjorie. Nice. uh I don't know the name of it. I already <laughs> forgot it. So what? I got to ask, you joined huh? the YMCA in the meatpacking district. Was it a total <laughs> total sausage fest or what? No, no, not so much. I mean, that might disappoint Brendan, but... Yeah, I know. No. I was about to go pack my bags and head over. But no, no it's an it's, orange packing it's district. very nice. It's okay. very, very nice. Less exciting. No, really nice. We uh, I just did a bonus interview for Bungalow or in the Bus I with need to listen. a Brendan Hall. He's a... Uh, he just he has a, a film coming out for the Florida Film Festival that's which opens wow. on Friday tonight, uh, and it's he he's going to be going to the moon oh. as well. That's the, that's really the reason I picked up the interview. So he has a, a documentary about going to as many national parks as possible with his, with his friend on the centennial of the National Park Service being founded. Great film. I watched it, loved it, but. He was just selected by a Japanese billionaire to join a crew of of him and seven other people, all creatives, and they're going to get shot up into space, circuit the moon, and come back. And it's going to be the first. When are they going to do this? It's it's like it's supposed to be this year. No, he I don't thinks it's going to be In next the moon, year. To the moon, they are, they, they're still trying to go back to the moon. So they're going to actually orbit the dark side of they're the moon. They're going to orbit the dark side of the moon. Wow. I right. assume play some Pink Floyd and then come back. I'll believe that when I see it. I believe it. All right. I don't say they're not going to go to the moon. I just don't think it's going to be this year. I don't think it's going to be no, this year. Because they're still either. trying to work on that with NASA. Well, they're not landing on the moon, and it's privately funded. This All guy's right. got money pouring out of his uh, socks. Yeah. Right. You know, he's got too much. So if you want to hear that interview, just head on over to our platforms yeah. and give it a listen. 
Uh, we did an Easter bonnet jamboree. I was a judge the other day oh. at Savoy, where all of these gays, mostly gay men, mostly gay, got together with a these few that elaborate are, aren't, aren't so sure, and a few that were thinking about it, but <laughs> then they, they reconsidered. They're <laughs> <laughs> like, ah, no, I'm done. I don't want to do that anymore. <laughs> I was a drag. I wore a big old beautiful hat. I saw the hat. It was a blast. Yeah, yeah. Uh, thank you to everybody who was so nice to us on the pub crawl in Ivanhoe Village. We made some fun stops. I know we did an event with the Dewitt Law Firm at the at Tuffy's up in Sanford. Yeah, the yeah, the ultimate Pinewood Derby with the news junkie. It was a lot of fun, and he killed it. Yeah, well, we we had a lot of fun. That I day. saw yeah, people yeah. drinking out of the Pinewood Derby I'm sure cars. They did. I was drinking out of everything. <laughs> around there. All right, you ready for some news stories? I'm ready for some news. Uh, Reedy Creek, the board, is poised to take their authority back. So we talked about it last week. Are you following this at all, Dave? Yeah. It is hullabaloo. <laughs> it's, it, I mean, as as a, a typical person, it's confusing, right? Oh, it's like, a little yeah. confusing. I, I, yeah, yeah. I heard it first, like DeSantis made the power move. Then I heard Disney pull like some King James version. Uh-huh. Like, yeah. JK, we got you, bro. Uh, yeah. And now, the like. The day before authority was supposed to be swapped over to them. Yeah, Disney was like. They made a whole thing. It is they, kind of a Game of Thrones sort of thing. It is very yeah, Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and they said, well, too late. We've already kind of uh, transferred power back to the company and from Reedy the Creek. like, I'm going to tax your hotels and your roads. Yeah. And now yeah. we're saying they're actually putting in a resolution that's designed to give authority back for everything. We'll so see. they're just going to steal it from the company. I don't know how that's what legal if they've done it in a legal process. Disney did it in a very upfront. They did? Yeah. You know, sunshine well, law. If there's thing. one person I wouldn't mess with, it'd be Bob Iger, right? Like, uh, that guy, like, I mean, that's a great business person. And, and, and he even and, said, like, at his share meeting, he said, what they're doing is very anti business and very anti Florida, yeah. he said. That, wow. Those are his words, yeah. I wouldn't mess with that. Uh-uh. No. And you know Disney's probably got a whole suite full of better lawyers than the Orange <laughs> County or <laughs> rather yeah, yeah, yeah. State, State of Florida. Florida. Yeah, no, yeah. I believe yeah. that. I can't. Can you imagine those guys going up to toe together? I want to see the suits. I want to see the difference <laughs> in those suits that those lawyers are wearing, and it'll tell you everything you need yeah, to know. Yeah. Uh, there's a, an update on the Basque. We had drama, too, over at the Orlando Museum of Art. Did you follow that, Dave? The, 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 about the Basque we had exhibited at Orlando oh, Museum of Art. Oh, that's so sad. It's so sad. Yeah, that's so sad. It's so sad. So the, so the guy said it's fake, right? Like, yeah. Well, yeah, so one of the guys who is... He who was guilty. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he said, I'll plead guilty. Barsman. Yeah, Michael Barsman pled guilty, according to uh, the California Department of Justice. And Barsman is the one that uh, really kind of hooked the museum up with the art. He's saying he discovered it. You know, they, him and his people discovered it in a storage shed. It's been in there for 20 years, and they recovered it, and, and then they're the ones that, that put it back out on the market. Yeah, he just said it was all, all made baloney. up. He said there was a guy that painted them. He, he he only, I think he called them by initials, like JF, I think is what oh. the initials were. And he said JF, this guy, was painting the paintings in no more than 30 minutes apiece. Just whipped them up on cardboard they had on hand. And then they tried to pawn them off as real. Crazy. And then the, crazy. It is crazy. So FBI yeah. seized them last year. Yeah. They had a search warrant. They've they've taken all of those pieces back. Yeah. Uh, and now we're just waiting to hear about what that means 
for like the director like the, of this, the museum. This was like the first sort of official person connected with it that said these are kind of baloney. First time they, yeah. yeah. I mean, they've all sort of suspected right. it, but right. this was the first person to like it's, really it's be like done yeah, deal yeah, yeah, publicly. Yeah, yeah. It was like my my sister came down from New York because uh-huh. she was a big fan. Yeah, and she literally made a trip down from New York to go to the museum wow. with me, and we went there and we spent hours there. Right? Did she like pouring it? Oh, over she loved it? it. Yeah, we were like oh my gosh, and we're like we're like reading so much into the art. We're like oh. Yeah. Yeah. This means this to me and that to me, and then and then we find out like a week later that the FBI is investigating that yeah, it yeah. might be fake. And, they, had, like, and no. they knew that the FBI was investigating well before the, the exhibit I even think, opened. Yeah, yeah. I, I will say this, and I said this at the time: I'm kind of disappointed I didn't go see it. <laughs> <laughs> right? I think it would have been a you great didn't see story. It at all. No, I didn't. Wow. I just didn't get around to it. I think it would have been a great story to tell people. Now I was Not, there. I know it's all fake and it's whatever, but I have I a wish picture of the director wearing a jacket, no shirt, just letting his chest hang out because he was so <laughs> proud of himself in the exhibit, and he was really hyping everybody up ahead of the opening about how they've done all their due diligence and how hard they work to like vet all the pieces and get the narratives behind nope. them. How all p- fake. Ra- all fake. All fake. And what oh a big deal it was going to be for the museum, for them to be debuting it. It was going to go to Italy after us, and then Italy canceled, obviously. I'm sure they so. did. Now, like, could you follow up and be like, okay, we messed up. Let's get a real Basquiat exhibit to like make up for, or will those people be like, we're never dealing with you guys ever, <laughs> ever, ever, <laughs> to let our real ones in your museum? Uh, if you want to see a real one, you could go to Rollins College. They have one over there at the uh, Rollins College Museum of Art. I didn't know that on display. Yeah, if you want to go see that beautiful little piece out in the main hallway. No, right. uh, it's a shame because they, what they could have done, and I'm surprised they didn't. I guess it's a hubris thing. Uh, or like a prideful thing, but when they found out the FBI was investigating, they really could have spun on a pivot and just made that the show. Like, hey, we have found these things in a storage shed, allegedly. Isn't it interesting? We're trying to figure out if they're really bad. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if they the level, the exhibit. level of audacity, honestly, of like, yeah, no, they've got to be real. They've got to be. They've got to be like that. That took Just some hammer. courage. That yeah. took some real <laughs> right. courage. I think you right. got to take that. But if you even have a notion that it's fake, you got to take that down. Because there's a lot of reasons for that. Like, you're yeah. going to lose your credit. I mean, I don't know what their accreditation's like right now. It's, it's, in, sort of it's in question. Yeah. And they're trying to figure it out. And, they're, uh, and, you know, because of this, they just issued a statement. They have a new, like, whistleblower policy. So if a staff member wants to question something that somebody's doing it's going to be easier for them to do so but they you know they've had a history of very strong armed directors there at the museum who don't take any guff and so and that's what happened they kind of like I last Aaron DeGroff is kind of a bully the director is now do they have a director they have an acting interim? director oh, acting yeah right. I don't know if they've hired All a new right. one yet yeah uh, Sunset Bodega there's some drama. Explain what this is for folks that don't know. So Constitution Green, it's that it's where it's in South Eola, just south of Lake Eola. Not too far from where we are right now, proper. Where Ten we are minute tonight. little bike ride, you uh-huh. know, uh, South Eola, downtown Orlando. The city saved it back in the day from development. There was a there's a big old oak tree on it. They put a dog park in there. Right next to it, 
there's this like mixed use building. It looks like an old house. Somebody has made that into uh, there's a residence upstairs, an office on one side, but then they added a little general store. It's called Sunset Bodega. They're very excited about it. Everybody's super excited. There's a walk up window because it's right next to the dog park. And they were going to have like coffee and coffee, like, smoothies, uh-huh. cigarettes. <laughs> you know, I don't know if they're doing singles or not, but it was it was like that kind of a vibe, yeah, but it was a little like bit perfect. fancier. If you're going to bring your dog there, you can go get a coffee. You yeah. Around. And everybody in the neighborhood was super excited. But the day of their soft opening, the city showed up and shut them down. And uh, and they took to their Instagram to say, we're not going to open. And basically, you know, fungu. Take, they're taking their football home. We're, yeah, we're, we're out. Of we're not playing. And they like and they gave up on the whole thing. And they and they were slandering the city, saying yeah. how bad it was. They don't care about small business. We reached out to the city. And they said it's because they didn't pull any permits <laughs> to do the work. And I wrote about it and talked to them, and they said we did get all our permits. And so there's this whole back and forth: did they or didn't they? And uh, I, and they were really adamant I, that they were going to sell the property. They did. <laughs> I mean, the, I don't know the guy who I mean, owns Dave, it. Dave I mean, probably knows a little if, about permits. Yeah, if I'm being honest, like it's a pain. The, I know that. The thing is, there's not a clear process. It's not like. It's not like a red light, you know, you pull up, it's red, green, yellow, you no. know what to do. With municipalities, there are not clear processes. Uh-huh. And, like, you might be an entrepreneur, especially when you think about the cultural diversity of Central Florida. You might show up and think you did all the right things, and you go to the city, you do the office, you, you, you go to the county, and you think you did all things the right way. And then an inspector shows up and goes, oh, no, uh, you don't meet this environmental code. And you're like, what are you talking about? I filled out the form. I paid the money, right? Like, what do you mean, right? It's confusing. What else am I supposed to do here? Yeah, they need a manual. Let me ask you this, Dave. Would you open up without being 100% sure that you got all your stuff in? I mean, that's the entrepreneur's dilemma, right? Like, Uh do you want to go bankrupt, right? Or, or like, that's your risk taker, right? Like, you've invested money, and you're going, how much longer can I wait on somebody who's telling me this or that, right? Eventually, you go, like, I'm just going to do it. Like, I'm just gonna, I'm and gonna I don't know how issue. cut or dry it is because it turns out the guy that owns it is a developer in town and might have had something to do with the development of, of like, where Stubber Mule is, that building. So, like, he, they have money. That's why it was easier for them to just say, we'll just walk away. But anyway, they ended up pivoting again, and they're open now. Oh, the oh they're open now. And the yeah. city's working with them. To do all the permitting retroactively, okay. which is going to take like a year to try to sort that out. But very interesting. All right, let's we're take out a of break. time. Let's, let's take, take a, a little break. Okay, we're here at Proper Downtown Orlando, final listening room, and uh, we're going to get some drinks. It's and getting have some more it's fun. Getting it's getting, getting a little, little crazy. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Florida Grows Festival returns to Orlando, Florida, Saturday and Sunday, April 15th and 16th at the Central Florida Fairground. Presented by Sunburn Cannabis. Performances from Thievery Corporation, Protégé, Holly Buds, Fortunate You, Inner Circle, and over 20 more bands. The Cannabis Convention returns with the addition of tattoo and sneaker conventions all on site. It's a Dab Day production. For more, FloridaGrowsFest.com. On social media, it's Florida Grows Fest. It's time. It's the Florida Film Festival. They just announced the program lineup for its 32nd annual festival, which runs April 14th to the 23rd. It's going to be hosted in multiple venues in Maitland and Winter Park. 
This year, the festival will screen over 160 films alongside some first-class events where film lovers can rub elbows with filmmakers and celebrities like John Cusack. The Florida Film Festival is one of only a handful of Oscar-qualifying festivals in the country in all three shorts categories, animated short film, live-action short film, and documentary short subject. If you want to see a full event calendar or purchase tickets, head on over to floridafilmfestival.com or see our roundup on bungalower.com of all of their releases with some trailers for our favorite film picks. Go out there and have fun, y'all. From the DeWitt Law Firm, it's the official attorney of Bungalower and the Bus. It's Mo DeWitt, and this is Mo in a Minute. Attorney Mo DeWitt. Mr. Busdecker. <laughs> Just keep calling me Mr. Senor Busdecker. <laughs> I like that, too. Uh, so, so let's say I get in an accident, but I can't afford to go see a doctor. What can I do? So under your car insurance policy, you have PIP or no-fault coverage, and that covers up to $10,000 in benefits. For you to get checked out. It's not money that you get in your pocket. It's for you to go see a doctor and get checked out. Now, if you go beyond that, typically if you're working with an attorney, a lot of times they can get you in with a doctor who will see you um, without charging you. And basically they'll get paid out of any settlement you receive. And of course, you can always use your health insurance if you have health insurance as well. So those are kind of the three best ways to get checked out and make sure you're okay after an accident if you don't have uh, the money to pay out of pocket. But it's always important to go see a doctor after an accident. I've seen so many cases where people delay seeing a doctor and then, you know, down the road, they have to get a disc replacement or they have something, you know, a torn ligament. So, yeah, get checked out and just make sure you're okay. Thanks, Mo. And always remember, injured on the go, just call Mo. Welcome back to Bungalower and the Bus. I am the bus, John Bustag. I think Bob Ross was a serial killer, and his paintings are the locations oh, where he hid his bodies. No. Brendan O'Connor from Bungalower. How dare you? He's from Florida. He has a museum in St. New Smyrna Beach. He's buried in Gotha. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Just happy little uh, clouds everywhere. Yeah, that's all. He, that's what he called his... The, the spirits of all the people he killed. That's actually, is that like a conspiracy theory? Where it is. That, <laughs> that's pretty funny, actually. That's really funny. I they don't make like a movie about him. Are, are they, they are making a movie, right? Yeah, or was yeah. it a documentary? Well, there's there's a a mockumentary. Oh, is that what it is? Kind with Owen Wilson. It just oh, came out. okay. All right. I thought I've seen it uh, on the socials lately. It's called Paint. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. All right. I just saw it at Enzian, actually. Was it, was it good? It was lovely. All right. It was so good. All right. Yeah. But yeah, we're hanging out at Proper tonight, uh, downtown yeah. vinyl listening room. Uh-huh. It might be a little loud in the background because it is thumping in here. It is a little thump, which is funny because Dave was telling us how they don't need to turn the volume up too loud. <laughs> But they, Maybe but tonight's a little exception. I feel like they're putting the, the $100,000 speakers this is going to work. This new DJ that came but on like, halfway I through. I mean, I feel like I can still talk to you. Let me see. Hold on. I'm going to take my headphones off. No, it's pretty loud. It's <laughs> pretty loud. He needs to turn down a little bit. But it was... It, I don't want to say that. I sound like an old man. You, are, you do sound like an old man. If it's too loud, you're too old, Brendan. It's... <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> no, it's a really cool vibe. Everybody's having a good time. There's lots of creatives in here. Sure are. Uh, it doesn't feel too clubby. No, you know? no, it's not like a club. 
No. It's hanging like out. You're drinking drinks. I'm probably the only one in here drinking a beer. I think everybody else has cocktails. And the lighting is kind of artistic, too. Like, it's very subtle. I, I told the guy, the, the creative director, or the art director, uh-huh. I told Kevin. him it looks like the Overlook Hotel in The Shining. <laughs> and, and, he was, and he took that as a compliment, so I was happy about He's that. He's an artistic guy. Kevin does a lot of stuff with Fringe and uh, theatrical stuff around oh, town. All right. All right. It's, it's beautiful in here. It does look like... It looks like the modern in here as well. I think there's like an aesthetic that people are going after. Uh, yeah. I mean, kind of like. There's a, a nod to Art Deco. Yeah. You know, like yeah, the, yeah. especially the uh, the DJ booth or the, the uh, selector, selector booth. booth. Selector it, booth. It's very Art Deco. Uh-huh. You know, like you can see that on the top of a hotel. Like it's or not something. dark in here, but it's not light in here. No. Uh-huh. Not if, and everybody looks good with this kind of light. Have you ever seen Nightmare Alley? No. It's a little bit like Nightmare Alley. Is that that would good? make sense if you saw it. Is that a good it, thing? It's actually a good movie. You should watch it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Did you see the... Oh, I won't. Never seen it. Did you... I'll talk about okay, it. Okay. Go ahead. Guillermo del Toro. Uh-huh. He yeah, did, yeah. He did a series Former, of... Former... Oh, oh. I'm thinking of somebody else. All right. Go he ahead. He did some scary, like, uh, shorts. I saw... Like, creature well, features I saw Pan's Labyrinth. So he... Okay. Great. Uh-huh. After... Recently, he did a series of shorts that he produced other people's directed short films okay. that all had to do with like practical effects and monsters mm. and one of them is like in the 70s millionaire mansion uh, where people all do coke and then they go and look at this alien shard of metal that fell down from the heavens what? this is kind of what that place looks like it's very That's- sleek uh I don't know that reference, but I would go it's hang okay. out there. If you know what, if you saw it, you know what I'm talking about. Anyway, uh, I can imagine Questlove coming here and spinning here. We'll see. Yeah, I hope it happens. We'll see. He's busy on the Tonight Show, but maybe he'll come down. I was offered a, uh, a night myself. I tell them I have 800 records, <laughs> and they offer you the selector yeah. position. I said, well, no, it's... I wouldn't be a selector. They selector would, to the selector. They would pair me <laughs> with the selector, and then we would curate a playlist together. Uh-huh. And then I would be there, and they teach you how to do it with the selector. You mean teach you how to put records onto a record player? Yeah. I, I feel like I could and do how that to now. Transfer it and. All right. Can All you right. just be happy for All me, right. John? Okay, I am happy once. for you. I'm happy for you. There's some feedback happening. I don't right even now. know what you would play. What do you mean? <laughs> I don't even know what what you would play. Funk. Oh, you're or, a folk man. I like funk and uh-huh. I like uh, a little disco. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I would like probably disco. come in drag and do it in drag, and we just have like a like one night. Yeah, where we just I like it. Fill it up. Everybody gets dressed up. We Late seventies, early eighties. Yeah, funk and disco. I like that. I like that too. Toe tapping makes mm-hmm. you makes you thirsty. Yep, that's what we're gonna do. It's like studio. 50-something. Yeah, here. we'll call it Studio 69. <laughs> <laughs> Is that too tall? That's a lowbrow joke. Yeah. It's we'll a lowbrow it joke. Studio 64. There you go. Because it's it's with uh, you're too lazy. You didn't commit. <laughs> <laughs> it's just studio. I say that with bingo. I'm a studio. A 68 is when you're just too lazy to do the 69. <laughs> <laughs> it could go all the way. Uh, news. News. James Beard Foundation's back. Yeah, they are. Every year, we're, we're the bridesmaid. We're never the bride here in Orlando. Except we made it 
We're the getting finals. farther. They we, haven't announced the finalist or the, or the winner yet, though, right? No, but we made it to the finalist. I say we we have you and I have done nothing. <laughs> we hyped it up a All little bit. All we've done is eaten at the places that are our finalists. Sounds like we contributed. There. But we went. But but uh, Henry, Henry Moso from Kabuki Sushi yeah. has made it to the finals for yes. James Beard Award winners for 2023. Uh, the foundation, which helps support chefs across the country, they have like a touring dinner series. We that went they do. last year. It was at Reyes. Yeah, and actually, we went to the one before that at at Kabuki. Oh wait, no, it's wait. Reyes was Reyes first, was first, and then Kabuki. Then Kabuki. They're back this time. I can't go. It's on Wednesday. What do you got Wednesday? I have a date night with my man. Oh, all right. Yeah, we're going to see some concert or something. We're going to the beer spa. Oh, yeah. They invited. Watch me. out for that. Hey, <laughs> to replace that. <laughs> hey, afterwards, change that. <laughs> <laughs> got to feed that to a horse. <laughs> oh, that horse is gonna get pregnant. <laughs> The, uh, I'm excited. <laughs> They've been asking me to have like a to, to just come in for fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the the beer Since spa. I met them. The beer spot. Uh-huh. We just haven't done it yet. So all right, I, I, I've been really looking forward to it. But you're but, invited. But I I'm in, I haven't got that email yet. Oh no. But, but uh, they they do like a a, pr- a dinner, right? It's John Busdecker at gmail.com. Yeah, right? okay, so you just told everybody my email yeah, address. if you want to reach John, that's <laughs> how you gonna, do I'm going to get a lot of weird pictures now. <laughs> if I get one email, I'll be, we'll I'll be surprised. we out if it's a problem. <laughs> um, where, wait, where is the event? Where where may I This one's at the Monroe. Oh, I'll go there. And Good Salt Group, who owns the Monroe, is uh-huh. hosting it. And actually, every one of their chefs from their other properties is going to be there oh, wow. uh, doing courses. So All right, I'm in. Sato Sushi, Osprey Tavern, Reyes, and uh, the Monroe. I got a playoff hockey game that night, so I need the energy. You the do. The food energy. Tickets are 180 bucks. Oh, I know. Last time we went, I was like, whoa, but but it was nice. It yeah. was nice. We had to eat everything on the plate just because it was worth so much. Yeah, but to be fair, there wasn't that much on the plate. To These fancy fair. places, they don't, they oh, don't put a lot on the places, plate. But you yeah. get a lot of courses. It's not about that. It's not about that. No. Uh, Rock Pit Brewing, our friends there are adding a, a distillery. That's awesome. It, I really think so, it is, uh, too. They're going to make booze at their spot yeah and they've already started so they they acquired the warehouse next to them which was just like a warehouse although there was yeah. a guy who lived upstairs that has like a a, a trump 2024 sign forever he lives up there yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. i don't and know if that person still lives they there. keep getting yelp reviews about the sign and, and they're it's like not it's that. not us it's, it's not just their fault old dude that lives there he we lives can't get there. rid of him or she i don't know <laughs> People are talking about us on our couches. They're but anyway, they opened us. a distillery, or they're they're making they're doing a distillery. Yeah, they're so they're starting with moonshine first. <laughs> what are they? What is it? Nineteen twenty in, <laughs> in the woods of Appalachia, well, they have like an older Appalachian looking. It's true. Coal mine of it's a true. bar. Anyway, and they, there was a rule that was put into place in the twenty twenty one the Florida Craft Distilleries Act. That lets breweries sell liquor if they make it on site. Really? Yes. I didn't know that. Well, that's they so, just discovered it. And they're like, hold <laughs> on. Like, wait a minute. We just read the law. We can make we can do this. liquor. And then they went to City Hall, and City Hall was like, oh, you can't do that. You're a you're a brewery. And they said, no, hold up. <laughs> hold <laughs> like, hold your read horses. The statue. Read this. We can do that's it. That's awesome. And they're like, nobody's done that. They've never had a distillery in the city of Orlando. So they're gonna have a distillery. <laughs> 
And what, so they're making moonshine, but yeah. you gotta like add flavors to moonshine. Like nobody wants to drink straight no, moonshine. No, so they're coming up with what recipes are good. They're gonna sell jars of it. Just you mix know. it with Mountain Dew. <laughs> <laughs> actually, that that is one of the things I, they're I thinking about. So. And they actually were gonna call it just because they white want to lightning. Do the dew. I like you know? it. Yeah, I think that's really. So fun. wait, can they serve? Just they're gonna shots do vodka. Yeah, they can do shots. They can do cocktails. Really? And they're yeah. So they're going to be adding vodka, whiskey. Like eventually, they'll well, just. They will Will they make whiskey or just? Yeah. Oh, okay. They can also whiskey blend. takes time though. Whiskey takes. But they can blend, so they can buy wow. other people's things and then mix it on site. Why has nobody else done this? I don't know. Huh. And that's why they're like they. Most of them don't have the space, you know, or the wherewithal. It also takes money to. It does take time and it. money, and yeah. And then they're also Black Magic Pizza is going to be opening up there soon. One day, I don't know. They still haven't, they haven't apparently started their build out according to the oh the brewery. So wait, they're not making the distiller. They haven't made any booze yet. No, but there it's happening. They All said right. it's happening. All right. So they'll have pizza, booze, beer, and then Cecil's That's barbecue. That's my weekend. Pizza, booze, week. Yeah. Pizza, booze, beer. <laughs> and there's barbecue next door because Cecil's. It's true. Will bring food over if you order at the yeah. bar. Yeah. They just need to get some more parking spots over there. Not much. Parking's not a little much. rough over yeah. there. It's not their fault. It's not. It's but not. You could walk. You love walking. I do, but like even walking, like there's just not a ton of spots if you don't get there in time you got to figure it out but that's yeah. a, that's not their fault i always try to get there a little bit early yeah. ah. uh market on south in limbo limbo people have been asking us about this property for a while now so at one time it was home to dixie dharma which is like a, a vegan eatery and valhalla bakery yes and they so they do vegan well some vegan cupcakes. I thought they were all vegan. Not all of them. They weren't? No, some people get upset because there's like honey in it. Or, no, you but know. mostly vegan. Mostly though. vegan. Yeah. I would say mostly and vegan. They had good sweets. It wasn't just cupcakes. It was oh, yeah, Nanaimo bars. bars. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is very Canadian because Celine, Celine Duvoisin, the owner, she's she's from like Mon- uh, Vancouver or oh. something, I think. She's Did she very make Canadian. oak cakes? She'd make anything. Okay. She's All an amazing right. if, baker. If somebody could make oat cakes here in Central uh, I Florida, I would love them. I want a date square. Nobody makes date squares here either. Uh, they. So Dixie Dharma moved out. Dixie Dharma is basically done. But, but they're moving to another Valhalla spot. Valhalla has been in that space in the Milk District. We talked six. about this last week. We did? A little bit, yeah, oh. yeah. Oh. And then they're opening like a food hall, a vegan yeah, food hall uh, over oh, at Fort Pitt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We oh, talked I'm about sorry. it. That's okay. That's oh, okay. I just spoiled so it. But if you stupid. didn't hear it last week, that's what's happening. That's what's happening. There's going to be a vegan food hall in Fort Pitt on Old Cheney Highway over by Semarine. Uh Did I talk about Pigza last week? We did not. Because you went on a tour. You were I on a did. video tour. I did. Pizza looks good. You know what? The sauce. Was my favorite part the sauce on their pizza? I like that thick it. crust. It was good crust too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my they rushed my pepperoni to get it to be. Uh, long story short, it was during the Easter bonnet. Uh, oh, like yeah, yeah. right before that. on my way to the pub crawl, I was all done up. <laughs> I was looking cute in my in my drag, getting ready to go judge the Easter bonnet thing, and uh, I got a text from Thomas who owns Pig Floyd's. He said. Come on over right now. I want you to try this pizza. So I swore. I was like, I'm in drag. So if there's any kids, you <laughs> got to hide them. I like that's your warning. I'm in yeah, drag. I'm in drag. Hide your kids. I don't want to get arrested. And so he. You uh, should get arrested for being in drag. It's going to happen. Uh-huh. We had. Uh, well, wait. I'll tell you that story, too. But so they. What was I saying? 
<laughs> you're at pit, pigs. And they got a video. They posted a video on their Instagram of me showing up in drag. But you posted a video. And then I did it, too. Yeah. And then Channel 9 and Channel 6 did, too. Oh, they did? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw it. Afterwards? Uh, yes. Oh, yeah, that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. They, Which is fine. They're watching my stuff. They sure are. Uh, you were talking about Arrested. So when I... We did drag bingo this week at Tactical at Brewing. Tactical Brewing. You do it every, every Tuesday, 7 p.m. Thanks, John. Show up. It's free. We made it 21 and up a couple weeks ago. There's probably a good idea, right? Today's regardless of of politics. Of politics. My jokes are a little colorful. You don't want kids there. No, and I show some pretty dirty music uh, videos. Although and stuff there too. were some kids that showed up. It happened with parents. In, in the beginning, they go there for dinner because there's a food truck. So yes. they'll come over for dinner around 7, right when I'm starting. But we had to put something up that said, no kids. You know, 7 o'clock, that's it. You got to yes. get your kids out. All right. 8 o'clock, in the middle of bingo, this guy walks in with his son. And I stopped bingo because I was about to play a round of Name That Bulge, <laughs> where it's a slideshow. I show you a picture of a bulge, and then you have to name the actor it's attached yeah, to. Do you ever mix your own in there? Or? No, I no. shouldn't have. That'd be funny. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good, John. I'm going to do that. <laughs> we, so that I, uh, but I don't want to ruin the mystery. Uh-huh. <laughs> Maybe it, a bartender. It's a bulge, and then it's attached <laughs> to my drag face. <laughs> um, and so I had to stop it. I had to stop the, the thing in the middle of it and tell them that, Hey, there's. It's posted. I'm sorry to call you out right now, uh-huh. but you can't have kids in here. Yeah, because I'm wearing. I think that's posts. fair. Yeah, and he was like, "Well, what are you talking about?" He had no idea what I was talking Look, about. Look, man, this is what happens when you vote for certain people. Yeah, it's like, if you're happy with it, yeah. that's fine. And they had just literally not, passed that rule, that regulation. It's yeah, yeah. True. yeah. So it's just crazy. So the rule I, I, did that pass the Florida legislature? The like the, the it did. Looted. It did. Okay. And, and primarily, I think I could get around it if I'm not wearing fake boobs. Oh, that's it. That's the only thing. Because that, that was one of the things. It was like genitals and and fake genitals breasts and fake or breasts. Like, yeah. That's yeah. such garbage. I know. It's such garbage. I know. And I don't see how that stuff's going to stand up to the Florida Supreme Court. But depending on who I don't want to be if I can go to jail. For five years, for if I wear fake boobs around a kid, uh huh. So keep your kids away from me yeah. when I have my fake boobs. In. <laughs> I even want to have a little sign on my head that says, "These boobs are fake." Keep your kid away. Yeah, you it's know? so crazy. Yeah, or maybe a T-shirt. We'll figure it out. <laughs> uh, there's a. This is an inner coverage area, but it's a shout out because you can hear us over there on the coast right now. There is a big fire at Ocean Breeze Tiki Bar. And grill in uh, New, New Smyrna. Smyrna. Yeah, there is a there is a big fire. It was caused by uh, an electrical problem Uh-oh. in this super old, beautiful building. But basically, gone. it's gone. Gone. It's gone. I so the like I love New Smyrna Beach. I get out there. I I don't know that space specifically. Yeah, but I, like it's I, right on the main drag. I, I'm sure I've seen it. I'm yeah. sure I've walked by it. Maybe I've had a beer there. I don't know. That's too bad, though, when those places burn down because it's like a part of Florida history. <laughs> no, it is, especially on that drag. So it's going to really affect like the feel uh-huh. of S- New Smyrna's you know, main beach drag yes. right now. I know there's a spot out there called Salty Sisters at Tom and Dan, <laughs> and, and us at the DeWitt Law Firm, we like do stuff with them. And we're actually having an event there out oh, there wow. soon. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, Florida Film Festival kicking off today. I, I have lived here like... 13 years. I have never gone. Ever, ever? I'm going to try to go. I should go. I wonder if I could get you I don't in my think pass. It's not because I, I love movies. I love movies. Yeah, you I do. just don't, I don't think about it. I don't, I don't, There's I'm some not really going to spend 
12 hours at the Indian. Yeah. It's not my thing. I know no. people do that. They're like, they buy a ticket, they go see everything. Mike, my coworker, will be spending I just all day that. Saturday like, I, there. I can't, but like, I love movies. So, and, and like, the main person is John Cusack. Cusick, yeah, he's going to be here. For a screening of Say Anything. It's a movie from uh, 1989. I've never seen Say Anything. I've seen Gross Point Blank. I've seen High yeah. Fidelity. My favorite is Better Off Dead. <laughs> Have you ever seen Better <laughs> Off Dead? Oh, it's so good. I'll watch it. It's so funny. He's got, he'll be here April 21st, Friday, April 21st. All right. There's a Sunday brunch on the 23rd. Uh, the big films to watch right now, I, like from, I've seen a lot of the trailers and uh-huh. stuff. Uh, Polite Society. It's a local. Let's check that out. Uh-huh. Uh, Greetings from Queer Town Orlando, which was directed by Jess Keller, who directed some of my restaurants on the radar TV show for Very Local. It's going to be super fun. Everybody should go check it out. But we're out of time, so head on over to bungalore.com to read all about these stories and more. And thank you so much to The Proper for hosting us for tonight's show. Everybody should come and check this out.